Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from The Coloring Book Coach. Did you know it's possible to heal your heart and more through coloring and the support of The Coloring Book Coach? Visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book. In this week's episode, we find myself and Jenny traveling together on a sister's weekend to the beautiful North Shore of Lake Superior in Minnesota. And everything is going right. It seems like it's going to be an awesome vacation. Maybe. Our second and third stories this week are two cute, short, and of course, funny moments in the lives of Aaron and myself. First off, Aaron shares a sort of cautionary tale, and then I proudly share another embarrassing moment about a tale, but not the kind of tale you tell. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Stay with us. Quick note, today's episode includes swear words. Hey, it's Kim. I'm just popping in here real quick before the show gets going to say that this show is special for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's episode 10. Yep, episode 10. We made it to double digits. And today's air date is March 28th, 2019. March 28th is also our sister Carrie's birthday. And I'd like to invite all of you to wish her well in our Facebook group if you get a minute today. Let's surprise her. What do you think? Myself and Jenny are excited to be taking a short trip together to Minnesota's North Shore to relax and see the fall colors. And it's shaping up to be a great trip until it isn't. Okay, so this was um, the time I was I was finally going to go up north, right? Northern Minnesota. You had been up there many times and it always sounded great. So you were recently divorced. I had been working professionally for maybe a year and you just invited me to go up north on vacation with you. So I'm like, yeah, great. That sounds awesome. We're going to go up to the North Shore. And yeah, and we picked the right time because it was like September, late September, early October. So the colors were prime. Yeah. And I'd come up the night before we, we wanted to get an early start, which we did. We were on the road probably by 9 a.m. with a bag of bagels and cream cheese. Just heading up there and it was a super beautiful day. It was like the sun was out. Everything was warm and dry. And so by the time we get up there, it's early to mid-afternoon and just as beautiful and picturesque as you can imagine. It just was like setting up to be the most beautiful few days away from real life. So, and I, I hadn't been on vacation much ever yet at this point in my life. I'm like 26, 27, had been broke every minute of my life up till this point. So I'm super excited to get to the cabin and on the water and on the hiking trails and everything. And then finally, we just get to the turn into this resort and just as we're turning into this like long driveway down to the campground that where all the cabins are and the lake is the clouds kind of just like all of a sudden zoomed zoomed in (laughs) i remember that it went it went dark suddenly like we went from color to black and white (laughs) yeah like foreboding and it was just uh like an eerie suddenness to it you know i don't think you know neither of us probably thought anything of it at that point we i know i had noticed it because it was like okay mood change (laughs) and but as we're approaching about halfway down this maybe 
half mile like little dirt lane down to the there's this shed kind of thing and i see this older man i know oldest relative at the time i remember thinking old old man now i probably think prime of his life 60 something guy <laughs> so this tall old skinny man comes walking around from the back side of the shed as we're approaching the shed to pass it he's limping and he's holding the axe in one hand, like his arm is like limply swinging as he limps. And with his other hand, he's holding his head. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Because like, did he chop himself in the head or the leg? Because- right. Or the arm. It could have been any of them. Just needed help. But it was too, you know, I don't even think we exchanged words at that point. We just kept going. Can I interject something here? Now, I hadn't been to this resort for a few years and it was under new ownership and not for the better, apparently. We we appreciated the difference of the new ownership shortly after we pulled in. <laughs> right. So we pulled into the cabin marked office. We come up to the counter and large Marge comes out from the, <laughs> the behind wherever, whatever was behind the, the counter. It was apparently the cooking area, maybe, or the, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was, because you remember her t-shirt. Yep. She was as un- was like a tie-dye of food stains. She was as unkempt <laughs> as can be. Yeah, we're in the middle of the north woods of Minnesota, far away from civilization. So, you know. There was nothing friendly, like, ha, how y'all doing? Nothing. It was just, you interrupted me, what do you want, kind of attitude. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the man with the axe and now large march in this cast of characters. In my mind, I'm trying, like, I'm an optimistic person. So I'm trying to maintain my optimism. Like, this is still going to be so awesome. Great vacation. <laughs> and so we finally get, she gives us our key to our cabin and then we're out of there. And I'm sure we were joking already when we got back in the car about what the fuck. But <laughs> I know I remember us being like, I mean, we were freaked out by the guy with the axe. I mean, who would it be? And I hope, you know, I hope he's okay. We not, nobody ever checked on him. I didn't check him. You didn't check on him. Large Marge didn't check on him. Okay. Yeah. So we get back in the car because these cabins are spaced out enough. You got to drive to where you're going. And then we can see. There's one cabin and the next one is ours. And so we go back past this first cabin and we both are appreciating there's there's booze, bottles, and loose loose dogs all running all over the front yard of this cabin. Yeah, remember that? It's clearly not a rental cabin. Like somebody lives there. It was like a booze bottle graveyard. It was. And then... Um, I, I don't know if we saw the guy then or later, but he was like a partially... He was either in a wheelchair in a or wheelchair. was missing a leg. Mm-hmm. Was he in a wheelchair? And drunk so and yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, yelling at the dogs. It was just again not a welcoming <laughs> feeling. Let's just get to our cabin. I'm sure once we get inside, it'll be like. But then, dun dun dun. <laughs> It's been a long drive on a beautiful day, and Jenny and myself are looking forward to settling into my favorite cabin, cabin number six. But will that happen? Find out after the break. It's Kim, and thanks so much for listening. And I really hope you're enjoying today's show so far. I'm just popping in to ask you a quick favor, which is to consider helping to support this podcast at Patreon. It's super easy. 
Just pop over to patreon.com and search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here or hit the button on our website at howinthehellpodcast.com. What's in it for you? Well, for one thing, you're helping make a dream come true. And what's better than that? Also, we've got some great perks over there for you, including a chance to get to know myself and my sisters with a special slideshow from our lives, ad-free listening, discounts up to 50% off the Merch in Our Fun store, and free coloring books and more. Check it out today. You can choose to support us for as low as $2 a month. We've arrived at the resort and we're hopeful about the cabin. Find out what happens next in our story. So we go, <laughs> and now like this, my psyche is like on alert, right? I'm like, okay, I'm suspicious of everything now. I'm trying to be optimistic, but uh, I need some more proof that this is going to be awesome. So we go in, and there was nothing like immediately concerning about the cleanliness or anything of the cabin, but immediately, I don't know if it was your idea or mine, but we go and we're like, we whip back the bedspread and the top sheet. <laughs> We're like, I'm gonna make sure the sheets are clean. And now, they were not. They were not clean. There was <laughs> there was one very prominent pube, <laughs> like standing at attention on the sheet, <laughs> trying to get our attention, like waving at us. And so now, I think, and this is the point at which I don't, I don't even think we had brought the bags into the cabin yet. And no, we only had my dog in there. Yeah, we only had Bentley the Google in there. God, yeah, and then. I think we just like looked at each other, exchanged a you know knowing look, and we're like back to large Marge. And as we're driving back to the office, you're like pissed off, and you know, and I'm just kind of quietly sitting there, a little bit bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "We're gonna go in and just let me do the talking." I'm like, "Yeah, fine. I'm an introvert. Whatever." So, <laughs> whatever you say, I'm just following your lead. And so we go back in and interrupt Marge again. I don't know how it started. If well, you might remember this part better. Well, I just I I do remember telling her that we're not staying here, and I want my money back. Yeah, and you mentioned your lawyer at some point. <laughs> well, because she said no. I mean, I think she said full on no. You're not getting any refund. And I'm like, uh, right. no, you're wrong. And then I think I might have mentioned I'm going to call my. Um, I probably did have a lawyer then because I was just going through a divorce. <laughs> I'm calling mm-hmm. my divorce lawyer on you, lady. Well, you know, lawyer is lawyer yeah. when you're this hick, hick large yeah, margin. I don't just think use I, the word lawyer. I recall, I didn't hope it's going to work. Yeah. No, she didn't care. She didn't give a crap. And that must have been what, like, set off my <laughs> inner badass. Extrovert. <laughs> my inner badass. Because I, I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know I got in her face a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you remember what like what I said or how I was? Because this well, is where I, I think it was more like bit... I'm trying to negotiate with this woman, and you like must have got to the point where you're like, okay, she's getting nowhere. So it was <laughs> okay in my memory. It was like you were like step aside, and then <laughs> and then you got up there and you just like ripped her a new one. I mean, I think you were probably just like, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, you were like, you know, you know how you can be, Jenny. We- <laughs> I do know how I can be, and I have an aversion to other people's pubic hair, so there was some energy behind oh my, my attitude. You think that would make a good t-shirt? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I have an aversion to other people's pubic hair. No, that no, that's probably not good. I don't know. It's a good line, though. No, but we got out of there, 
in the end, you didn't get charged no. for it. And we went up, we went up the road to this one. I do remember the name of it, it was called Trout Lake Lodge. Yep. Beautiful. And well, no, we had to, we had to go back into town. We went back into Grand Marais and went to like the visitor center and a very, very nice, nice young woman was, it was helpful. And she called around and found vacancies. Yes. Because I was us. worried because it was um, Labor Day weekend and everything was booked. That's why I was so upset because I'm like, we might not be able to find a place to stay, but we were, I mean, and then do you recall when we got to Trout Lake, it was like, like sunshine and unicorns over there. <laughs> yeah. It turned back to normal happiness. Yes. <laughs> and that is the and same that, that place where we, isn't that the same trip where you woke up and, and we woke up and we couldn't find the dog? Um, yep. <laughs> and where was he? <laughs> In my duffel bag with all my clothes. <laughs> and I know he yeah. hadn't been there all night because I didn't know at some point in the night he had slept with me on my bed. And at some point you had said he was with you in your bed in the other room. So it must have been the final like wee hours of the morning. Whenever prime shedding is for a beagle, because I had like, no clothes that I could wear. They were so coated with white no, beagle it was hair. like hair shirt. Literally. <laughs> yep. In this short but funny story, a bit of distracted dusting causes a hilarious moment for Aaron and myself. I recall the time that I was living with you and I walked downstairs and you had just eaten a what? A dust ball. And mom and Jenny were coming for Nick's confirmation. And so we were trying to get the house cleaned up. I had a, a very large house at the time and I was frantically cleaning like I often did. My house was on the market at the time and I literally seemed to always be cleaning it, which is why I ate a dust ball. I was upstairs doing something and then you were downstairs in a frantic, you know, frenzy like you do get when you like to clean. Which was my normal mode back then. Yes, exactly. What I remember you telling me, there was a bowl, a little bowl of candy on the counter. And you had popped a couple of those in your mouth as you were cleaning. I am dusting and I've gathered up this like huge pile of lint. I don't know. It was a dust ball. It was big enough to be like marble size. Right. And before I know it, I pop a dust ball in my mouth. I was walking down the stairs and all of a sudden you were like, I'm like, what the hell? And it's like, oh my God. I forgot what hand I was using. Which bowl was the candy? In this short but mortifying moment, I'm on my way to Europe on a very big airplane with the same ex-husband who was so helpful in the fart heard around the world story I shared in a previous episode. Like it was one of those planes that was big enough where it had sections. So, and you know, it was like a five, nine, five, or no, like it was like a three, probably five, three, you know, so there were two aisles. Yep. So I got up to go to the bathroom and... I, did, I must have not been able to get into the one that in my section, so I had to go to the next one. So it was like a long walk on a plane. So I come back through two sections of, you know, this jumbo jet airliner, and I get back to my seat. I'm almost there, and the same ex-husband who was so helpful on the previous incident <laughs> <laughs> looks at me and he goes, uh, 
Did you know that you've got like five feet of toilet paper hanging out your <laughs> pants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I trailed it through the whole entire freaking plane and it was full. <laughs> yeah, just another proud moment. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, please help us out and share it with a friend. That could literally double our listeners. And it's really a huge deal to us if you can leave an iTunes rating and review. To see a picture of cabin number six, along with photos of the gorgeous fall colors, Bentley the Hairy Beagle, and Jenny from that infamous trip, check the show notes on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com, or stop by our fun Facebook group. If you have a How in the Hell Did I Get Here story to share, call our storyline at 323-488-3303 and you might hear yourself on the show. That's 323-488-3303. If you prefer to write your story and have it read on the air, please send it to How in the Hell Did I Get Here at gmail.com. That's How in the Hell Did I Get Here at gmail.com or you can use the contact form on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com. Today's show was produced by Kim A. Floden and features myself, Jenny Gardner, Aaron Beach, and Carrie Floden. Big thanks to Silent Partner for our theme song, Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then... Pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, how in the hell did I get here? This lady that checked us in, she was like large Marge. And I just told Jenny, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to handle this. So we go in there and apparently I wasn't doing it as up to Jenny's standards. Because it was basically like, Jenny was like, step aside. And you know Jenny. You don't want to. I was just going to say Jenny turned into Jenny. Jenny turned into Jenny. And it was like that lady did not have a fucking chance. (laughs) It was all over but the crying for her. And by the time, I mean, Jenny, I mean, Jenny goes, I remember you said something like, I'm going to get my lawyer involved. And even that didn't move the lady. But by the time Jenny got done with her, I don't know if she was crying, but I do know for sure I got my money back and there was no issue. Because <laughs> you don't fuck with Jenny. No, no, you do not. <laughs> that could be the t-shirt that week. You yeah. don't fuck with Jenny. <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>